sworn the 402. Welcome to the Nebraska Hawksmith. These guys are brave. They're Hawkeyes living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past their point. But they're still Hawkeyes. They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska. The Frost Advisory is canceled! Corn Huskers? More like Corn Suckers. Are you ready for this podcast? Let's go Hawks! All right, welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye Oasis, located in a nasty, rotten little Nebraska desert. We are excited for the Goodson family. Felicia is already a good friend of the show. Today, Iowa Hawkeye running back, former Iowa Hawkeye running back, Tyler Goodson's father, Maurice Goodson. Sir, welcome to the Nebraska Hawks Nest. Hey, what's up, guys? Be good, you know. To join you guys on this show and, and talk about some good fun Iowa Hawkeyes type things and and T good type scenarios. So hey, yeah, pleasure to be here, man. Thank you guys once again. Yeah. Well, we're excited to have you on, Maurice. We really appreciate your time. So thank you so much for coming being here. So sure. um, and go ahead and give us some background, Maurice. I, we talked a little bit before the interview, but tell where you're uh, coming from to us from where now and uh, and uh, in Atlanta, yeah, so- correct? Yeah, so we're in Atlanta, Georgia, based there, but we live in a suburb outside of um, downtown Atlanta, maybe like 20 minutes, um, town called Swanee, Georgia. And so that's currently where we reside, man, and good, quick, easy access and good football in the county, Gwinnett County. And, man, yeah, that's where we at, man. So we rock and roll with Swanee. All right. Well, we got a, we got a lot going on with the Goodson family right now. Tyler is taking the big leap a year early. And, you know, we're getting it starting to see that trend a lot with running backs, especially because, like they say, as a running back, you only can take so many so many hits, so only so much tread on the tires. You want to be able to get into the league and capitalize on, you know, all of that tread that you still have left. So, you know, Maurice, go through a little bit about the decision process that Tyler and the Goodson family really went through on deciding to take that next step and why now is the right time. Yeah, so. Uh, first of all, let me correct you. It was Tyler Goodson's decision to decide what he wanted to do, right? Yeah, we are the parents, the governors, right, to help govern, to keep the bad anomalies away from them, right? So yeah. I'm here, Felicia, here to put mitigation controls on <laughs> those type of, those type of, you know, things. And sure. T-Good, man, T-Good is a very loyal person, man. And um, he's committed. He's a team guy first. Uh, but he also has some structure around it. And so one of the things that I put emphasis on, uh, during his recruiting days, I said, hey, son, you take this piece of paper for all the offers that you have for every school we visit in the country. Give me 10 check boxes. Give me five pros, five cons. And I said, as we go on these visits, as you're talking to the coaches, you know, write down those things you like, the things you dislike. And those things that you dislike may not be a dislike. 
could be some things that you don't even understand that you've never been exposed to before. So we're going to talk about this along the way as we go on these visits. So I say this to say that, man, the structure that he had behind him making it a process, you know, from high school to the collegiate level was no different. We used the same recipe. It didn't change. Right. And so out of all the 40 agents I talked to, man, I talked to agents on a daily basis, man, for the last seven months. Right. And so I kind of shunned T. Good away from that. Just keep him focused on his academics and football on and out the field. Just enjoy college. Right. So yeah. we, we take all of that whole ecosystem within that holistic approach, man. It was I know it challenged him, but he, he cut the agents down tremendously, man. So I thought it would have been even more stressful on him. And he actually surprised me, even me, you know, okay. and, and I say that because it was the way he went about it, man. He followed that same scope, man. It's like you take a theme, right? And you follow, you have that use case and you have mm. a theme to support that use case. And then you itemize it and break it down to where it alleviates some things. So he cut out the noise and held true to what he wanted to do. And so part of that decision making. Yeah, we all discussed and talked about it as a family. But when he came down to it, man. I was so happy. I was glad he did it, right? And it wasn't about trades on the tires. You know what it was? Hmm. I was telling him, your part, counterpart there is Providence. Everybody hmm. had this cliche, and I'm not knocking it, but everybody had this cliche to say, well, running back, you know, they they, they go, they can't go for so long. Man, I believe in Providence, man. <laughs> Things meant to happen for a reason, right? So it's not about T. Good thought the program was bad. It wasn't about the O-line. It wasn't about the O.C. It's Providence. It was meant yeah. to be, you know? Mm -hmm. So I knew when I looked at my son out and he came and talked to us, man, I you know your kid better than anybody. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I knew I knew it was time, man. So that's how metic you know, meticulously he went about of trying to, you know, make a decision. And we, we support it wholeheartedly. So, Maurice, give us a little bit of a timeline. How, you know, pull the curtain back a little bit. How long has this discussion been going on, if we could ask the question? All year. All year, man. Because you know what? We train for Sundays. We didn't train for Saturdays. The wins was earned back in the summertime, not the fall and the wintertime. Hmm. We knew. We had a gift. We didn't know how it was going to translate to college because whoever does. But when Tyler came in and started doing some things that he has did, right, at a high level consistently, and that's how you got to perform in order to get the promotion, right? You got to be doing it before you actually get there. Yeah. Right? And so we knew, man, it was a great possibility, great chance to stand healthy, you know, keep your grades up, stay eligible, right? So NFL wasn't always a conversation. We knew potentially he had a gift to go to whatever level it was, right? So, but we communicated and discussed it all year, man, because I'm telling you, man, before spring ball hit, I'm, the agents were already on me, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. well before then. So, you know, it was small talk, and I just kind of left it there because I didn't want to get involved because we were traveling, man, shooting the YouTube and all of that. So, mm -hmm. but that's pretty much how – the, the conversation was pretty much throughout. Okay. The I've always, I've always been curious to know what that conversation goes like with the coaching staff. Is that something that, um, you know, Brian or Kirk or whoever brings Tyler in and talks to him, or does Tyler go to the coaching staff and say, Hey, I'm thinking about this. What are your guys' thoughts? How does that process work? Yeah, that process worked basically. Um, never was communicated to the coaching staff because Tyler wasn't sure 
what he wanted to do. Um, and Tyler's heart, you know, he's going to come back and um, he's going to stay for all four years. That was the whole goal. And he promised us that he's going to finish his degree. And I said, oh, yeah, you're going to finish the degree. We have degrees in our household. You're going to finish the degree, Taylor and Taven, trigger down effect. I don't care about no freaking NFL. I care about you getting that piece of paper so you can have some fallback on. Right? So don't get me wrong. I do care about the NFL, but, you know, what I'm saying is I put more emphasis and I care about his education and him able to walk, you know, before yeah. football. Let's get that straight, you know. So, but that conversation, man, when Tiga was ready um, to go have a conversation with Coach parents, which we respect him very much. He respects us very much. We're very in tune, deeply rooted in that program, man, as parents, right? So I kind of get a, a lot of good information, you know, before it's out, right? So, and that's the way I would want it. If you, re- I'm gonna go back to the point. But if you recruit my son, you recruit me, you mm. recruit Felicia, you recruit Taylor, you recruit mm. Taylor. <laughs> so, so it's a, it's a, it's a, a family joint effort. But at the same time, T. Good man, it's the representation. So, with that being said, uh, he basically just called Coach Ferris and wanted to have a conversation with him and told him some of his thoughts and what he was thinking about and uh, talked to Brian. And so it wasn't until you know maybe like two weeks before the bowl. Um, he always had the thoughts um, towards the end of the season, latter part of the season. But in the season, he wasn't even thinking about the NFL at all. Um, so not at all, man. He was wanting to reach, and you know what he told me? I knew the goals that he wanted to reach and to accomplish. And I told him, I said, "Hey, sometimes, son, you're gonna go through adversity. You may not reach that goal, right? And it's not about nobody else." I say, "But collectively, as a team, God that you are, sometimes it just doesn't work out that way." Said, but that was the approach, man. He went about it and called in um, coach and let him know. And coach, you know, KF supported 100%, right? Respected. It was very happy for him. Brian was very happy for him and, you know, gave him a lot of praise and kudos for it. Sure. Sir, if I – am I understanding correctly then, Maurice? So, basically, he didn't know for sure or you didn't the, – the, the team didn't know for sure until a couple of weeks before the bowl game. And I, I, by team, I mean the Goodson team. I apologize for not being clear, but the Goodson team really didn't know for sure that this was going to happen until a couple of weeks before the bowl game. Or We had a great idea. Uh, we had a great idea. Tyler wears a poker face. So he really, you really don't know what he's thinking. But as that, I knew deep down inside. I, I knew, right? I knew deep down inside. And so uh, we had a long conversation, you know, uh, consistently mm-hmm. about it. Right. So I know it's a good chance that he may pull the plug um, after the bowl, <laughs> after the bowl. And yeah. so um, but a lot of great conversation been coming down from um, from a lot of scouting reports and a lot of people that, you know, we're affiliated with and notice in the NFL and there's coaches in the NFL and, you know, some GMs and things like that. And so we knew the uh, probability and the projections, even though the mock stuff. I don't get caught up in all that stuff because you can't – nobody know how all this stuff works out. You never know where you're going to be in the draft. You can be a first round. You can go third, fourth, fifth round, right, as we all know that today. But we, we knew, based on a lot of information that we received, um, that chances were, were good. Um, T. Good knew that information, and so T. Good elected to be, make an educated decision um, to go ahead and, and tell his coaching staff. And from there – um, that's how the process logistically uh, worked and ironed out. So, and then when he he called us maybe two days, three days before, and he told us that, mom, dad, hey, let's talk. Let's have this conversation, right? I feel it. It's my time, hmm. right? And when he said it was his time, we felt it in his heart, 
I said, you put God first, you pray about it. I said, you listen to your gut instincts and you listen to us, right? I said, we're going to help you. I said, who has protected you all your life? Your mom and your dad, right? <laughs> what best person to, to try to confide into? So he went about it that way, man. And when he told us, and I said, okay, let's have some conversations. And then we took it from there. All right, Maurice, we ended up uh, signing with Mitchell Moore of Sports yep. Trust Advisors. Absolutely. What was it about Mitchell that made him different from everyone else? Man, Mitch, Mitch is cool as ever, man. <laughs> Mitch is cool. I told him funny, true story, man. I told him straight. I said, man, you like a nerd. I said, man, with your glasses. <laughs> is, this, is this him right here? Yeah, that's Mitch right there, man. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I said, man, you like a nerd. Don't know nothing about football, man. Oh, I love it. And so, uh. but, but man, one of the coolest dudes you ever, ever want to meet, man. He was so, I'm going to tell you what separated him. I'm an engineer. My job is very high detail oriented, right? Mm -hmm. That's, I, I, I equate that analogy to Mitch. He is that engineer within that agency, man. To where that dude is spot on. I mm -hmm. tell him, hey, let's do this. I ask him a question, hey, can we do this? You know what? Boom, 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 boom. No, 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 I not dotted, no T not crossed. Yep. That was the that was the differentiator from all other agents. Everybody said, okay, let me get back with you. No, Mitch, as soon as we on the phone, boom, he'll send something. As soon as we get out the phone, boom, 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 boom. And I was like, I like that quick resolution. I like that, right? Yeah. That's, that's what you want on your team. You know, someone that's yeah. going to say what they're going to do, and they're going to make it happen, man. That so, was the difference. That was the clear, number. Clear down to the technical aspects. He was he was involved in all the details. And I, um, you can, there you I, go. I can appreciate that. I can appreciate that. That process, Maurice, how, you know, how, how did that go for you guys? I mean, how were there finalists? You know, how did you go yeah. about whittling down the amount of candidates? Yeah. So it was it was a lot of fun. Mm, he narrowed it down, and then there was a few finalists, right? Um, the uh, you want me to call the names, or you don't care? No, yeah, uh, yeah, that's all right. It's just hey, if you're a, willing to do it, let's hear it. Name names. <laughs> no, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it at surface level. But okay, okay. I tell you, it was a, it was a big dogs in in the agency, uh, very well known, very well respected. They came out to Tyler and wanted to recruit him. Uh, we could have went with either one of those guys. Um, Tyler felt comfortable and with all of those guys that he was going to go. Um, but I think it came down to, when I say Tiga is a loyal person, right, the NIL had a lot of factors to come into play and deal with that. And I had, like, awesome relationships to help manage his NIL stuff along with, you know, the marketing firms along the way. Uh, some great people that we met along the way. Built some awesome relationships, but this particular relationship that I had that Tiga had, that Felicia had, right? It was bar none, right? It was bar none. And so it was kind of, it was underneath the same umbrella, right? And so Tiga saw that. And I wanted them to prove themselves to Tiga. Don't prove it to Mo, right? What you proving to me for? Prove it to Tiga. He's the recruit. He's the football player, right? That You got to show yourself true to him. And if you're not showing yourself true to him, guess what? He going to see that. He going to identify that because he's a family guy. He's a relationship guy. He's a team guy oriented. Right. And so when those all those things came into play, man, that was the separator from with Tiga amongst all of the agents. And it wasn't until it wasn't until two days to the bowl, he dropped the one of the top agents in the NFL. And they go with one of the other top agents of the NFL. And that was Mitch Moore, Sports Trust 
um, advisors here in Buckhead in Atlanta. Okay. All right. Um, so Maurice, we know that there is, you know, we have, we have families of players as the years go on that fan, they become fan favorites. We had, you know, Frank Garza was a big one and your family has been, Frank Garza is the man. And, you know, you guys have really become one of those families that the fans are, you know, just as, you know, as as sad as, and happy at the same time. It's a sad, happy thing for us. Like we're excited to see Tyler go to the NFL and be successful, but at the same time, we're going to miss seeing him play in the Hawkeye uniform where, you know, the fans are going to miss interacting with the goods and family at games because you guys have developed such a great rapport with the fans. Mm -hmm. What, what is one thing that, that you're going to miss the most about going to Kinnick and going to Iowa City? And what's maybe one thing that you're not going to miss too much? Man, that's a trick question, man. <laughs> <laughs> you can handle that. Man, that's a, I love everything about Kinnick. The people, oh, man, the relationships on the pit, um, built, the food. I'm going to miss the food, man. Yeah? The, the, the Iowa pork chops. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are good. Oh, the grass-fed beef. Yep. Right? I'm a foodie. So one thing I'm going to miss the most is the tailgates early in the morning. Drinking the, the whiskey coffee? I never heard that until I came there, right? It's those, right. Small, it's those, small, <laughs> it's those small, subtle things, man. Okay. That, you know, as I look back on it, I never took for granted. I experienced the full experience thereof with the whole college football environment on game day. That's that's one thing that I'm going to miss. Okay. Um, and one thing um, that I dislike about it is nothing. I don't have a all right. It's all, all right. pros. It's all pros. Um, because I enjoy, I embellish my personality is so big, man. You know, and, and I get in and, and talk with the people and enjoy, have fun, keep them at a certain level though, discreetly, but at the same time, I have fun with them, man. And and that's where I'm at. It was all pros for me, man. The, the cool part about when Tyler was coming to Iowa, um, Iowa does it a little differently, obvious, obviously, as you know. Um, they're very character-driven when they bring guys in. They Not only do you – you know, they want you to be able to play that. you got to be able to get it done in the classroom, and they want high-character kids. And the cool right. part about when Tyler committed, we heard just lots of great stories about how great of a kid and how mature of a person Tyler is. And we've heard a lot about this poker face thing about how when he makes a decision like no nobody really knows what he's gonna do but he's got this like um i want to say like uh you know a wisdom of an older man that's been through a lot more and a lot of poise about him but what's a story about tyler growing up that um maybe is a little bit funny that you and felicia laugh about like everyone remember when he did this something that's not maybe so poised where he actually acted like his age a little bit not as mature as he does now Right, absolutely. Um, it's a little bit pre the young kid T. Good is when he was a baby. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, we had bought a brand new house. We had white carpets. Right, <laughs> man, pushing our early twenties, man, early twenties. Like you know, so I was born in two thousand. Right. Okay. And mm-hmm. so I feel old now. We <laughs> 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 were twenty two and twenty, man. I was twenty two. Felicia's twenty, and I'm gonna tell you. It was a whole pack of Oreo cookies, man. Black Oreo cookies. <laughs> Sitting on the table. Now, I already was playing with him. I was wrestling with him, you know, punching his little chest a little bit. We both fell asleep. So he fell on my chest. He was asleep on my chest. Man, I got up. He woke me up. 
Oreo smeared all in the carpet, man. All in his around his mouth, on my chest. <laughs> and I was like, this dude's gonna be into something. He's gonna be a mess. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, so I say that to say this, man. Turn that flip that some years. When he turned maybe 10, 10 months when he started walking. I went to my we went to my father's house. He had a big backyard, fenced in yard, and he had like this little puppy. I don't know what it was, but I know it was chasing the dog out of Tyler. Man, that puppy came, started chasing Tyler. He took off, right? And he was running. I'm like, where did this come from? He just started walking. I knew then. I said, damn, this kid may be fast. No. We had speed, all speed ran in my family, man. I mean, we were super fast, right? Mm-hmm. So that was my first interaction. I'm like, oh, you don't know what you don't know. And you don't know what that meant. You just know he just yeah. off running. And I was like, oh, wow, he may have something. So, man, throughout the younger years, he was a babe, you know, to then until he got up in um, middle school. He separated from everybody. Like, you know, it was like, I trained to be the best, even though you know you're not going to be the best, but you're going to think you're the best, right? When you walk on the field, I'm the best thing out here since since sliced bread. So I instilled that Mm -hmm. that mindset at an early age, and then it became an innate ability, right? And so, and I think, you know, around that 10, that 9, 10, 11 age, that's when we start seeing, you know, um, things start forecasting out, man. So that was kind of the, the, the flow. Did Maurice, did you always know that football was going to be his sport or did you have any inclinations that you thought he'd end up doing something else, a different sport? I know football is going to be it. Like, you know, uh, put him in baseball, never trained, was awesome. Could mm-hmm. hit the ball, could feel the ball was fast, right? Put him in basketball. He was good in basketball, right? Great defense, fast, super athletic. And I was like, okay, I'm going to keep them around in multiple sports, right? Because you're better when you're, you're more mm-hmm. in tune with, you know, a multitude of different sports, right? Using different muscles, using your, your thinking process is totally different, right? But I knew track and football um, was going to be the go-to, and same thing for Taylor. And then as I continued to, to have that go throughout the years, man, train with some of the best in the country, man. Okay. I knew that's what I wanted for my son to create the separation, you know, I, didn't, I wasn't biased because he was my son. I didn't go out there and say, oh, he's better than everybody else. But at the same time, we wanted to train like that. Mm. So that's how, you know, if there was a methodology along with it, that's the kind of structure that I use to, to, to help facilitate the worries at the day. All right, Maurice, we're going to get a little off topic here and kind of go off into the brush a little bit because that's what we do on this podcast. Now, we were talking a little bit before we got on about how how freaking good you look and how young you look. Now, Jerry and I are aging, portly men that um, aren't aging as gracefully as you are. If, if two guys like <laughs> if two guys just like say if Adam and Jerry came to Maurice and are like, man. What are some self-care tips you can give us to, to look better at an older age? What would you tell two guys like us? You really want to know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no cap. I'm going to tell you straight up. All right. Y'all going to clown me for this, man. All My right. Gonna clown me for this. So, I work out. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. I eat halfway decent, right? But, man, I use, like, skincare products. Mm-hmm. I'll myself. Like okay. I have the toners, right? Mm-hmm. I have vitamin C, 
Right? Okay. I have all that stuff, man, that the ladies have, man. So, so all right. I started doing that a long time ago, man. I like to go, you know, get massages. I just like to take care of myself, man. I believe, right. in, you know, if I work hard, I play hard, you know, I want to take care of myself hard. That's my, that's, that's my thought process. So, and I think it's just the genes, man. You know, at the end of the day, if you see my dad, man, my dad looks young and my dad is like 67, bro. You know, and uh, we look like each other. And I mean, I think it's just hereditary. And then also I put a little emphasis to it and try to, you know, keep myself up the part, man. Okay. Well, you know, Maurice, coincidentally, I don't do any of those things. And I look like this. And I'm only 25, so come on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Y'all don't look bad, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. I, I was told a while ago. I was told a while ago, beer makes you look younger, but I, you know, my waistline doesn't seem to agree with that. So. <laughs> man, everybody, you know what? Everybody, man, thinks I'm T Good's brother, man. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sure. That's not a bad like, thing. Come on, I'm like, what? So I get hey. like, I mean, you like you're 28. Felicia looks super young too. You guys yeah, both do. Yeah, so it's just does. like I need some of these genes. Like I hear about these like good genetics. Like yeah, man, I, I exercise and you know what? I, we're coming yeah. clean here. I'm gonna come clean. Right. I use but my wife's skincare products on my face too, and it doesn't work. <laughs> we do a lot of um a lot of ginger, man. We drink a lot of juices. Okay. Juice, um celery juice and you know, mm. all that kind of stuff, man. So we've been, you know, trying to eat better and we did like vegan for like three months so we kind of incorporated here and there clean up and you know try to you know think like that sometimes man but i think it's just all hereditary man something you can't i don't think it's something you can make you know it's i think it's all hereditary i'm just trying to play the hand i was dealt the best i can yeah but i tell t good i tell my boys i said oh y'all gonna be bald here bro don't even try (laughs) no dad we're gonna be bald yeah watch yeah well, there's a lot of there's people that look really good bald, and then like you have a giant head like here. I got a big dome. I wear a seven and five eighths hat. Like if I <laughs> lose my hair, I'm in trouble. So it's not gonna be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, Maurice, we had a little conversation before we came online here, and something yeah. I've always been curious about as a parent myself. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, we've had to eat a little crow at the Nebraska Hawks Nest about some of these things. But right. how do you deal with all the Twitter, the the social media, you know, it's, and I mean, it's not all flattering. Correct. And I mean, you know, as a parent, how do you deal with that? I guess, number one, as a parent, number two, how do you deal with it when it's about your kid? You know how I deal with it? I was a ball player, man. Right. I was a ball player. And what sports taught me growing up was about confidence, believing in yourself. I always win, even when I'm losing. Mm. Right. So when I'm losing, I'm thinking I'm always winning. So I'm telling you, man, I instilled those principles in my boys. And I told them, hey, man, it's going to be people to talk about you when you do good. What the heck you think they're going to do when you when you do bad? Yeah. Right? I said, T, good. You're not going to have the best run. You're not going to – sometimes you're not going to fill the gap. Sometimes you're going to miss a block. Sometimes you're not going to see the cutback lane. I'm like, hell, that's part of it. Yeah. Right? We, and, I, and I equate this to this. I mean, I equate my – like what I do for work to that. And I told them, I said, you know what? I, I'm on a, uh, a corporate – um, bonus structure where I have to have a performance plan, like I said. So my, so my C, the CTO, CEO, CFO, they grading me, mm-hmm. just like you guys. Someone is is above you, and someone yeah. you have to adhere to. So you mm-hmm. always gonna be a performance plan, whether you're exceptional, right? Exceptionally, or you're meet, or you're C's, or you just don't do right. You're not good. I said so, man. For me. 
I laugh at it. I think it's comical. Even though it's about my son, I know who my son is. Yeah. Then also, I look at him like, you do it. You do yeah. it. All that crap. I want to say something else. But all that crap that you see out there, mm-hmm. put them in his shoes. You do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Simply put. So, and the way you give a kid an opportunity, like even on the coach staff, even at our you can't say a kid can't do anything unless you put him in the op and put him in harm. You put him in that situation. Now, if he can't do it, he can't do it. Right. But you'll never know until you put him in. So, man, it's providence, man. It's meant to for T good to go to the next level, to live out his dream the way he always wanted to. For all of the traveling throughout the country, for all the hard work he put in, can't nobody come and tell me like my son's not ready. Mm-hmm. Only person know that he's ready is T Good himself. Okay, All right. And so and so that's that's how I deal with it, man. So it doesn't bother me, man. That's uh that's good advice and good advice I think for all of us to live by and and, and to listen to. But um, we're gonna send you off with one last question because we know you got a lot going on. Life's busy. You got better things to do to sit and talk to Jerry and I all night. I appreciate so, it, man. It's all good. April twenty eighth is draft night. Now, Jerry and I already rented our tuxedos. Where is the draft party going to be? We're going to have a nice draft party, man, in, in, in Buckhead. So okay. we'll, have a, we'll have a nice facility. Uh, it's going to be media there. We're going to do a lot of nice things, man, to just like a big celebration milestone for T-Good, man. Mm-hmm. And and this, I think this is the, the second best thing that happened to him in his life outside of him being born. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, I told Felicia, I said, we're going to celebrate our son because this is an opportunity that most don't get, right? And I said, for him to go consistently, you know, at a high level from young to mid to the young man that he is today, collegiately, you know, collegiate-wise, I said, you have to celebrate that, right? So I'm not going to wear no suit. I'm going to come down smooth, clean, with my hat on, chilling, and celebrate my son, you know, with with some family members and his friends. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to have an awesome night, man. Okay. Well, we'll send over some pictures of our tuxedos (laughs) night of the draft so you can see them. I was just going to say, Adam, I gleaned the answer that we're not invited. So, Hey, man. (laughs) All good. So, so Maurice, I I do have one more uh, part A and a part B question, but – um. Will you? Will the Goodson family be uh, down in Orlando then for citrus the Citrus Bowl activities being so proximate there in Atlanta? And then, secondly, as uh, Maurice looks back at it as a dad, what's going to be your favorite Iowa moment that you were that you were there to experience? Um, no, for one, we won't be at the uh, at the Citrus Bowl. Uh, we're gonna have a, a huge um, uh, going away party for Tyler before he actually mm-hmm. leaves. He trains in Dallas, Texas at Exos. Okay. Um, so we're gonna have a huge party on on that day. Um, so it's going away. Send them send them off, man. For a good time to celebrate the end of his season and for what he did throughout our. So that's why we're not gonna be at the bowl. Um, then two, my favorite all time moment at our is when I landed and my son told me he was starting. Oh, on the tarmac. That was cool. my that was my not outside the touchdowns, the runs and all of that was fantastic. Right, but I knew when he told me I'm being straight up. When he told me he was starting, it was a wrap. It really? was, I had a clear confidence. I knew while I was going there, it was a good chance that it was gonna happen sometime. Didn't know how it was gonna translate, but yeah. I knew when he would get in, when it was pop, 
it was going to pop because we trained for it. So mm. that's the confidence that I had as a dad. And what buys, and I like the other guys there. And let me tell you, I have good, great relationships with the guys that was before T. Good. I talked mm-hmm. to them in text. I called them. I FaceTime them, right? I talked to them. Hey, be that advocate. Like, I like that big brother to those guys, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how I am as a dad, right? I just don't go through the program. Oh, we're going to the game. We're going to talk to nobody. No, I build them character, man. Right, not be an all American, so I want those other kids to be all Americans in their perspective ways, and so that's my favorite all time moment when he started. Right. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you right now, my favorite all time Tyler Goodson highlight is anything that he did against Nebraska. So, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, hey, but you know what? He almost went to Nebraska, though. I heard, oh, really, uh, uh, was, you know what? <laughs> it was all because that year. Tyler was early committing in December, uh-huh. right? So we had we only going to do two officials because we wanted to say the other three in the season, after the season, right, for high school. But Nebraska coaching staff wouldn't allow him to come on early as we went, but but Coach, Coach Ferentz did. Mm-hmm. And so Tyler's like, okay, they're not going to let me, you know, come early because I'm trying to figure out. I'm about to, do, I'm about to decide before the season starts, then Nebraska's not for me. Mm-hmm. That's well, the type. I stand behind my statement still. My favorite moments are still everything he did against Nebraska. I'm just more <laughs> thankful now he came to Iowa than Nebraska. But yeah. you guys got you guys got fa- you got family in the Omaha area, don't you, Maurice? No, nah, we don't have family. Um, I thought Felicia said you guys had family out nah, there that she, she... Nah, her dad used to be a pastor out there. Um, okay. Technically family family is not our biological family members, but we we call them our family. Um, okay. it's like a brother and sister to us that that's like family that long life term friends. And so okay. we treat them as and call them family, even though biologically they're not, but they are. All right. Well, Maurice, enjoy the process. This is going to be an exciting time right now for you guys, for Tyler, for the family. And we're going to just sit back as fans and watch and wish you guys nothing but the best. We're really excited and we're going to be behind you guys the whole way, the whole NFL journey. You know how Hawk fans do it. We're going to yes, be getting sir. our T our good NFL jerseys <laughs> and supporting him the whole way. That's what we do. We follow our guys. Yes, you know? sir, man. And I appreciate all the love, all the support, man, and, and walk this walk with us along his journey, man. When I told him one thing, I said, man, wherever your foot should tread upon, it's going to be blessed. So everywhere your guys' foot should tread upon, it's going to be blessed. And we thank yeah. you for the love and support. They even have me on here, man, just to show yeah. love and talk a little ball and talk a little bit about T-Good. Man, it's very appreciative. And I thank you guys for having me well, here. We appreciate your graciousness in coming on. Like I said, I mean, social media is not exactly always the greatest place to go. So we thank yeah. you for coming on and, uh, <laughs> and and being on our show. So thank you, Maurice. Sure. I appreciate it, man. And you guys have a great night. And thank you for your time. All right. You, you too, time. Maurice. Best, All right. Best of luck to the Goodman family. Good to see Absolutely. Thank you. Guys. All right. Thanks, Maurice. Go Hawks. Yep. Hey, inbox me too. I want to ask you guys a question. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see you. All right.